welcome to a very special kitchen edition of Love at First Contact. I, I say kitchen edition because we're recording in the kitchen. Hi guys, we are um, back. It's weird for us because we have not recorded an episode in probably two months. Um, we just got really deep in our backlog and um, you're sick right now, which I feel bad about making you record, but we are out of episodes to post. I'm not really sick. I just have really bad allergies. That's true, you do. Talk a little louder you're not being picked up on the mic. I'm now. trying, but it also hurts to talk a little I louder, we'll so get I'll get a little this, closer. We'll get through this one episode real quick, okay? Okay. okay. Uh, so we're back. Uh, you've probably seen us in other stuff, though, because one, we, we posted constantly for about eight weeks, um, but some life-altering decisions have come up that caused uh, us to be delayed. I had major surgery, I would say. I, I don't like saying major surgery, but that's what it was. Um, my recovery took a lot longer because I had let it get too long before it had a had been like officially recognized as uh, being I, I don't know how to say it like uh, before it reached a failure point, which was my gallbladder, and then we got back. Uh, I lost my job during the recovery process. They just didn't didn't want me anymore. <laughs> I don't know how I could say it more dramatically than that. Um, <coughs> And, and, you know, and then some stuff came up that changed our pod. I had to rework our uh, episode order um, just because there was new Star Trek coming out, uh, that being Picard Season 3, which which is now wrapped up. And I will say I am very satisfied with how that show wrapped up, and I'm, I'm glad it's wrapped up where it did. Um, but but hi, my love. Welcome back to podcasting. Hi. Have you missed it? Yeah. Sorry. You, what? You missed it a little bit? Is that what... No, this is... Oh, this can is, you maybe louder? Yes, please. Okay, closer. Um, well... Uh, not really, because I've also been really busy with That's homework. True. We've both been very busy. So yeah, so uh, but we're back. Um, season season seven point five of Don't Love at First Contact. I don't know. I think we're in season four of our show. Um, but we're we're very episode watch wise, we're pretty good. We've got I like to say in the book because they're in your book. We've got four episodes in the book. I thought it was three. No, it's it's four because I, I forgot that we watched um, one of my favorite episodes, which I don't know why I wanted to skip it, but but we did. And that will be the, the end of season two for us. Oh, so okay. uh, we are done with season two. And then we've watched the first episode of season three, which was Who Watches the Watchers, which is probably my all-time favorite Star Trek episode. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. But let's let's get going. Um, so uh, not much has changed. So there's no news. You know, Strange New World season two has not started yet. Still got a month for that. We haven't gone on our honeymoon, which I'm sure we'll make an episode out of. But uh, uh, what? Yeah, because we're going, we're going to Paramount Studios. I can reveal that now. We've, we're, Why do you mean you can reveal that now? Because we've got it planned. I don't think oh. when we recorded last, I don't think we'd, we'd scheduled that. If we had, I'm forgetting. But um, yeah, so we're going to a VIP tour of Paramount Studios, which only costs us a whopping $800. They did not need to know that. I hope they can put that towards the writers, because Love at First Contact stands as the WGA, and uh, hope that the studios cave and stop being douchebags. So Why don't you give them business cards? Should and not, give them to them? No, that's a bad idea. I don't because then they'll find work? this podcast and heard that I called the studios douchebags, and then there goes every chance I had of, of being a TV writer. Maybe don't call them douchebags. I don't. I think they know. Um, but what should I call it? Yeah. So we watched the Samaritan Snare. Let me do my rundown. Uh, Picard has to go have mysterious surgery. Oh look, we're having a surgery episode, and we came back from surgery break. It was like the second part of the episode. It was the B plot. So there's it always wasn't an even A plot, like and a B plot, and then there's sometimes a C plot. And you don't even see anything. No, because the A-plot is the Packlids. We, we get the Packlids. <laughs> Fun story about this episode before we get going. Um, I was not going to put this episode on our list, um, but then Lower Decks happened. 
which isn't true. Lower Decks had happened long before we planned this podcast, but um, then I realized I, I had to watch this episode for you to understand the joke of the packlet in Lower Decks. So, uh, it, yeah, so it had to be a good episode. What did What did you think of the episode? Um, apparently, from my notes, I did not like it. No one likes this episode. I don't. I mean, that's not true. This episode's a funnier episode, I guess, but it's also really dumb. It's a weird season two episode. Let's go ahead and get to your questions because I know you don't want to do this. I don't so. really have a lot. I'm not surprised because you fell asleep about halfway through this episode and I'm 90% sure we never went back and finished it. Because it was really boring. It was, Jordy got abducted, the <coughs> fucking Crimson Force Field. There's our, there's our one F-bomb for the episode so you can it stay PG. It was so boring. I, I would agree. It's a, not a great episode. But let's, let's hear your questions. Um, Picard is being so hard-headed. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me how Picard is being. I, I mean, this is season two Picard. He hasn't had the traumatic events of season three yet, so he's still a jerk. Wait, what happens in season? We'll three? find out in season three. What season are we on now? So we're on season three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, so he becomes nicer. I would say he has a severely traumatic event. And like a lot of people who have traumatic events, he wakes up and realizes that maybe he should live a better life. Does he die? Uh, in a way. I would say a part of him dies. You know? It's not like the time where he gets sucked into a... We're going to watch this episode, so I probably shouldn't spoil this, but uh, he gets sucked into a probe and has to relive someone else's memories. What? A whole lifetime he spent in a fucking probe. What? Now we're not PG-13 anymore. Yeah, we'll get there. That's, a, that's one of the best... I have that script signed by the writer. That is the only script... I have that is signed by the writer, The Inner Light. It has one of the most beautiful... It's it's considered one of, if not the best, episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. So, yeah. Why? It's just really good. It's, it's, uh, it's a... Wait, you say that for a lot of episodes. No one, no one gets hurt. There's no fighting. It is all about characters and, and tragedy. It's a tragic episode. But it is an amazing episode. I really, I really look forward to us getting to it. Like I said, it's a really sweet episode. Okay. Yeah. Next question. Um, you're so annoying. Who? Oh, the packlets? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the we look for things to make us go. These these aliens. They're not even talking in like proper English. No, let me tell you, these aliens did not. I mean, they show up in the background of Deep Space Nine and some TNG, but like, they no one. Could have ever foreseen that they would come back as a major antagonist oh they come back yeah and lower you've seen the episodes of lower decks remember the end of the first season of lower decks i know I oh, made you and they watch had that like all the different yeah they're the, oh. the clump ships and then they're like they're like oh another enterprise <laughs> okay yeah, yeah that's the packlet so they go from this to that in the span of like 17 years <laughs> so yeah it's it's scary and then they blow themselves up no reason. I did not remember that part. You haven't seen that part yet, I don't think, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's like, my bad. Happened? That's a spoiler. It's like we were driving, I'll, I'll say it, we were driving in the car the other day, and I was talking about something that happened in Picard, and then I went, ooh, I shouldn't have told you that because it crashes on Viridian 3, and then you went, if you had never told me that, I would not have remembered this. And I don't even think, do you remember what I'm talking about? No. Exactly. I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't say what crashes on Viridian 3. Something, something very important to us crashes on Viridian 3. So. I do not remember. Um, but yeah, so yeah, uh, Packlid are stupid. <laughs> there's there's a game called Star Trek Online, which is an MMO, and one of the player options is a Packlid as a Starfleet officer. And I don't think I've seen one as a joke, but I don't think I've ever seen 
anyone ever have a pathlet captain just because like why <laughs> why would you want that are they one of the stu stupidest species dumbest like, yeah that's, I, that's I would proper. say they are probably the dumbest species in all of star trek um they make the ferengi look like albert einstein so i don't know i wouldn't say they're i i don't i don't know if that's true i mean i'm sure there's a, a dumber species out there in sci-fi land but i mean for star trek yeah the packlets are like scraping the bottom of the barrel of the intelligence bucket i don't know Jeez. try to make that analogy work and i went barrel to <laughs> bucket in like a matter of a second um troy coming to the rest coming to save the day troy troy always like if it's a like serious situation troy is going to save the day so and that's that's true in the movies and Picard and everything. Troy literally. She doesn't will save do much day. on the ship until like. Janet she doesn't do anything in. ever. Yeah. Well, she has some. There's a really great Troy episode coming up where she gets abducted by the Romulans, which is a fun episode. Um, I have a theory that Troy is secretly an agent of Section Thirty One, and What's like that? it's like uh, Black Ops. It's like the part of Starfleet that no one talks about because they do all the jobs that Starfleet is not supposed to do. So it's like Area Fifty. Yes, it's the Area 51 of Starfleet, um, literally now. Um, I, I have a theory that Troy is a Section 31 operative because for a weird amount of, of episodes, she has, like, intelligence jobs where she's, like, being an intelligence officer. And then, like, in, in Picard, she references, like, reading the Changeling's minds during the war. And I'm like, Troy, what have you been up to? Like, where's this Troy series? <laughs> But yeah, so that's my theory about Troy and why she always seems to save the day. Okay. Then I said, why take him? What's needed for? What's he needed for? Well, he has the things to make them go. You know what I'm talking about? Jordy. Yeah. Yeah. He has the things the packlets need to make them go. That sounds so weird. That's how they say it. I don't like it. I know. So, like, basically, he's an engineer and they realize that he can fix their ship. Um, and so they want to keep him because they don't have an engineer as qualified as Geordi LaForge. But why not? Because obviously they did not build that ship. They had to have stolen it from someone. And what happened that they got shot at? They got shot, <clears throat> they got shot at, and that's why they needed the ship to be repaired? Because they pissed off some Klingons. And the Klingons went pew pew. Why would they do that? The Klingons, they don't need a reason. No, not the Klingons. Why would they piss off the Klingons? Because they wanted to look for things that make them go. And the Klingons had things that made them go, so they needed those things to make them go. Yeah, it makes them go pew pew boom. Pretty much. They want that crimson force field. Then I said, where did they get this technology? Stole it. They stole it. Um, I really think the pack was just go around playing this I'm dumb card until someone is like, Okay, here's here's all this free stuff. And then they just go about their way. So if someone just gave it to them, do they really steal it? Probably. I mean <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure they probably just that ship design will show up again in Deep Space Nine as a Bajoran transport and a Trill transport. So it's it's reasonable to believe that a Federation species came to visit their world and they're like, Nope, that's ours now and then they built it into like what will become the clone ship. Yeah. Then I said, why why was Picard going so slow? Well, he's in a shuttle. Oh, Picard and West, yeah. Yeah, they're in a shuttle. I mean, they're they're limping <coughs> to the starbase. I mean, the shuttle can probably hit warp 
warp three or maybe maybe even warp five um but i, I it's not as fast as the enterprise and it probably took them a day if not why were more. they so far away then because they were they're on the frontier they're an exploration vessel they're beyond the frontier so they to get back it's probably not that hard because i, I imagine they're kind of like doing grid patterns of exploration. but why didn't they just like beam them down because they can't beam over long distance like that? That's like. But that's what I mean. Like, I don't understand why they didn't just go closer. They would. Okay, so they're light years away uh -huh. at another star system. Uh -huh. You can't. I mean, you can, but you can't beam. No, I got that part. Yeah. I mean, why didn't the ship just get closer to drop them off? Because they had the distress. Or they. What is it? Picard did not want. The crew to know that he had surgery. Oh, right. So he had to go. It's also unprofessional for a captain to divert his ship from its mission. But Wesley was already having to go, so why didn't they just go and drop him off? He didn't have to go. I thought he was going to. No, he lied to because Pekulski asked him to go with Picard. I thought he was going to take an exam. No, he, he says in the end he said Doctor Pekulski asked me to ride along with you. Right. Yeah. Right. He might have actually had to do an exam, but then again, he could have just taken the shuttle himself. <coughs> like, he's qualified for that shuttle. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. They really tricked him. They really did. Okay. Um, I don't like their surgery suits. Yeah, the red suits, and those don't go away. They persist into Deep Space Nine. Like, anytime there's a surgery, they are wearing those, like, red, like, leather, like, gimp suit spandex i don't know how to describe they it they don't look like hygienic no it doesn't all. look clean like, it's not sanitized it doesn't look good for federation medical practices here i don't know how they're not sweating in it they probably are but no yeah it's it's a weird costume but yeah like i said it it will continue to show up as far as deep space nine maybe even voyager but why i don't know they change everything else you can't no, cost-cutting measures, probably. Because if you're going to only use that for maybe one episode per, per series, which is probably true, um, you're, you don't need to, like, update that costume. You just make one big enough for everyone to wear. Yeah, but why did they make it look so ugly in the first place? I don't know. Like, maybe it's based on something that was worn at that time in the 80s? I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway, next question. Um, it's actually my last one. Gotcha. He's such a baby, LOL, Picard. Yeah, Picard is a big baby, season season one, two, and then season three he gets better. But it's just because, like, he wasn't allowed to be Kirk. Because Kirk could, you know, be a ladies' man and be a man's man. But Picard was not allowed to do that. But he wasn't being, like, a man's man. No, he was being a little baby. Yeah. He was like, I don't want anyone to know I'm sick. That whole crew would have loved him. Would have cared for him. Would have, like, written him cards. Made a fucking Captain Picard Day 3. Wow, that's a new record for us. It's not good. What's a new record? Saying... Three times, four times. That's you. I know, but uh, but yeah. That was my last question. That's your last question. Yeah. Let's ask some questions before I go to my fun facts. So <coughs> what would you rate this episode? Let me guess. Let me guess. Three. No. Two. Yeah. A two. It's low. It's annoying. It's it is an annoying episode. I'm sorry we had to watch it's it. It's boring. What is uh, what's your favorite character this week? Um, I did not write one because I don't think I did have one. You, uh, that, I mean, that makes sense. Nobody really, besides Picard and Wesley, gets good character moments this, this yeah. episode. Uh, Pulaski gets a bad character moment where she, like, is rude to a patient. But uh, let's go Let's go to some fun facts, shall we? Let's see. There's not much about this episode, honestly, on Memory Alpha. 
The producers were originally intending to use the captain's yacht in this episode, but budget constraints forced them to use a shuttlecraft instead. The captain's yacht is the bottom part of the saucer section that can detach from the saucer section and form a shuttlecraft um, that the captain can use for his leisure activities. Um, we don't ever see this used in any Star Trek show, but we do see it in one of the movies. Um, Picard's uh, captain's yacht is seen in Insurrection. It's a major part of Insurrection, and it's a really cool vessel. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, stock footage of the Sakhorov from Unnatural Selection and Q-Who is used for this appearance of First Shuttle 2. This is evident when the shuttlecraft is about to leave. Wesley refers to it as Shuttlecraft 2, but when the shuttlecraft is seen leaving, it shows the designation of 01. This was corrected on the Blu-ray edition. I was about to say because I don't remember seeing that, and I was looking at the shuttle. Um, but it's interesting to note that, that, you know, they reuse so much stock footage. I mean, they got it all laying around. Might as well use it for something. Yeah. Um, another prop used inside the Packlet chip is a CANK-23429 remote control unit for World War II military field radios. What? There's a, apparently a military field radio on the bridge of the Packlet ship. Yeah, there's a lot of reused prop in this, actually. Um, whatchamacallit? Um, uh, that's that's really it. I'm going to be honest. There's some continuity stuff, but it's mostly based around Lower Decks. Um, the, the reception, Maurice Hurley, who is a writer on Season 2, remarked, Very strange, but nice. That was very different. It gave Geordi a nice turn, and the more you use, uh, more you use LeVar... The happier the show will be because LeVar is wonderful to work with. That is true. LeVar Burton is always is a wonderful person. I've met him before, uh, but he just seems like a wonderful person to work with because he has nothing but good things to say about his fellow castmates. This is the director. Nope, that's LeVar Burton, the guy who plays Jordy in the Forge, Green Rainbow, oh. Roots. I'm very bad about like the Community. actors and actresses' names. I know. But that's all I've got. Um, yeah. What would you rate this? I rate it a seven. I like this episode. I hate to say it. This is one of my favorite what do you episodes. Like about it. I have just always liked this episode. I don't know why. Um, I don't really have a good reason why I like it. It's just like one of those episodes that if it's on, or if I pass it, and I'm like, ah, I don't want to watch a specific episode, I'll put it on just because I, I find it funny. It's like it's funny that the Enterprise is outsmarted by a by a group of like three stooges, and like Jordy almost dies because he gets tricked by like someone with the mind of a child. And I think that's 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 interesting, you know, that, that the Federation with their superior intelligence and their superior technology are beat by like half a caveman and a and a stolen ship with a lead pipe. So I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. But hey, thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow along our adventures, you can head over to Patreon um, and subscribe there if you want to support the channel, or you can head over to Instagram and you know just follow along there for free. Um, shout out to Adebi. Our, our good friend over at Trexpert's Quiz, uh, the, the greatest, the biggest, the most fun uh, Star Trek quiz show on the internet. Thank you for being our, our one and only patron. If you guys are interested in learning more about what we do and designing the show and stuff like that, you can head over to our website, loveatfirstcontact.com, and brand new, bringing news, ring the bell. I'm not going to put a bell sound effect in, but you want to do like a ding, 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 ding. There we go. Um, if you guys want to watch me play video games, our first Let's Play is now available on YouTube. Just search Love at First Contact um, and you'll find it. I'm playing Elite Forces, the one of two Star Trek first-person shooters. So go check it out. Um, you got any closing words, my love? 
Um, stay inside because allergies are bad. Yes. I love you. I don't say that enough on the podcast, but I love you. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I thought about the cough. That's okay, I can hear it. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> next week with uh, I, um, Worf Gets a Girlfriend episode. Something with an E? Something with an E? I think. Emissary. Right, Emissary. Uh, so we'll be back with Emissary. So, be myself. Uh, fold to go. It's warp time. I would like the ship to go. Okay, bye.